Hello and welcome to episode 19 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and this week, a deep fake version of Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to do a false voice, but that's the point. It shouldn't be a false voice, should it? It should be me. Perhaps it is me. That's what a deep fake Mark would say. Yeah. I was going to, when you did that, I was going to go, and a big welcome to Damo, the master of pattern t-shirts, because you never get a... Oh. It's, It's tropical this week. I would say. I think I actually make an effort for you. And I Orch- never really realised. <laughs> Orchids and palms. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think so. And last week it was surfboards. Oh, I didn't know you cared. <laughs> didn't know you take, took so much notice. <laughs> oh, you are a flirt. <laughs> oh, I've got all warm. Uh, a chat around the subjects of health, wealth. You've well, gone all well, John Inman. <laughs> <laughs> for our American people. Maybe, no, did, did it travel really to America? Really big, really big. I was listening to Sam Harris the other day. Oh, did, he did mention, are you being served? And the guy goes, as Mrs. Slocum would say, That's that right. gets right up my nose. <laughs> yeah, it is big in America, you're right. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, I don't know where I am. Oh, okay. A chat, a chat. Is it, this is a chat around mm-hmm. the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, conspiracy, and all the bits in between the extremes. A little craggy, craggy yeah. bits. The, li- the little bits of fructose in a raisin. <laughs> Those little bits. Yeah. <laughs> We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. Coming up, quick bookmark on pessimism in warm-up and stretch. Uh, work-life ballet, we've got part two of Are We Being Played? Mm-hmm. Micro. Tiny, actually. Tiny what? Micro, as in like you're going to go... Tiny. When we've gone from deep fate, which is basically the end of the world as we know it, <laughs> to me talking about... <laughs> A drink Fruit in Tesco's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joplin's give me 20. We're going to look at being uh, being slow, mm-hmm. taking time. So how are you? Do you have a middle name? So that's not, that's a weird one off the off the top, but... You had to give your middle name for something, didn't you? No. You did? No, I didn't. You told me at training. I, I had to give my middle name for... No. Can I tell you why that's absolute fake news? Because it didn't happen? No. Have another guess. Why couldn't I it, give Why couldn't you, I give my name away? Because you don't have one. Yeah. Why? Sorry. <laughs> I actually thought. You know, we're talking about Facebook ads. Yeah. I thought you told me that Facebook asked you for your middle name to prove identity or something. No, wasn't they? Well, it was the Damien I saw on Thursday. So deep fake. Not <laughs> not so sure now. You're you're purporting. I've used that too much purporting. So yes, I do have a middle name. Would you like to share what it is? I like. Hearing people's middle names. Do you want to go three guesses? Yeah. We, we could have a competition. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> that no one enters again. <laughs> I'm going to have three guesses. Yeah. Okay, just so... so. I would was, it be a 60s name? If I was born in the 60s, it would. If I was born in the 70s, well, no. it wouldn't. Well, you can have a 20s name. if you, It doesn't matter when you were born and when what name you get, does it? I think it's fairly... I mean, Mark, as we know, is biblical. So yeah. <laughs> just because you're in the 60s... Okay. I would, say, I would say it has a slight Scottish... <laughs> I only just... Hamish. I only just found out the other day I'm a quarter Scottish. Seriously didn't know. Which quarter? No, I'm not going to fall for that one. <laughs> okay, so not typically Scottish, but Scottish, Scottish-esque. So yeah, three guesses gone. Okay. Uh, Hamish wasn't a real one. No, wasn't a real guess. Um, Andrew? No, but good guess. Um, Patrick? Mm, I'm I'm more Irish than Scottish. I would have said that was more Irish, but again, good guess, but wrong. We're gonna have to put the time on you. Although I think most people are really enjoying this. 
it's going to be... I'm just going for the... Okay, I'll give you a clue. You can spell it two different ways. It's a little bit of a clue. I can see people shouting at their <laughs> mobiles now. It's You know what it is. Um, it might have been big in Tudor times. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm going to... Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> okay. With, with a U. Okay, cool. I'm all right with Stuart with a U. But you don't have one. No, I don't. Mm. I don't think we could afford one. Do your, siblings, do your siblings have one? No. No? That would have been really mean, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, your, your two big brothers have got middle names, Damo, but no, nah, we didn't bother with you. It's <laughs> the freak of the family. <laughs> Always people have generally been surprised I haven't. Most people I know have got one. Yeah. I don't know actually anyone else apart from my brothers yeah. <laughs> who don't have a middle name. Hmm. There we are. Okay. You okay? How are you doing? I don't think we did that last. I didn't ask you again. I don't think I asked you. I think you did. I think again, I just probably spoke over you. No, you answer this time. It's obvious how you are. How am I? You're fired up on coffee, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably my seventh today. Hmm. But my, I'm now reformed. I'm a reformed driver. Oh, yeah. I'm a better driver. They should call it the slow course rather than speed course. <laughs> <laughs> they should, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, found it quite informative. Good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, re I found out that the 30 mile an hour limit has been in place since 1935. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably the only thing I remember, to be honest. I just wanted a, a note on my, listen, as we do, we kind of listen back to our podcast probably mm -hmm. far too much. <laughs> but um, it's good because I, I listen to things, as we touched on the last one, that I, I say and just go, what a load of... I just wanted to kind of pick some up, if I may. Is this the same as your film one, the Tarantino? It's not quite yeah, yeah. similar, but I think it's something you said about how I was, because we're talking about learned optimism yeah. and how I was pessimistic, you know, expect the worst in others. Yeah, yeah. And this is probably pedantic, maybe, but I don't, think the worst of others i don't think just because they don't have my standards i think any less of them no, no. and and i don't think it's a bad or worse i think it's just a thing it I, is what it is it's i almost don't have a negative or positive i have a i think we both came up with things because the example i was giving about my running halfway through you went is that really optimism or pessimism yeah and because i'm pig-headed i carried on and go i know what i'm talking about <laughs> and at the end i thought no you're right and I think both of us had mixed up... It's just our communication problem. <laughs> yeah. I think both of us had mixed up what we were trying to say mm. and, and had ended up saying the wrong thing. My running wasn't about me being optimistic or pessimistic. It was me maybe not taking enough of the positive neural pathways yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, event. That. And that isn't an optimism or pessimism. It was just my reflection on that event mm. was... I'd started with a, the half empty. Yeah. And it wasn't an optimistic because I went into that like yeah. every race I think I'm going to do well in. In a certain frame of mind yeah. that on reflection probably wasn't advantageous to what you wanted to achieve. There's a really diplomatic way of putting it. Because um, it, it also felt like you were kicking yourself a bit. Uh, well, uh, like, that, no, I could have, because your, out, your outcome wasn't what you wanted it to be. But that isn't and optimism, you, pessimism. That's just well, not I guess taking that's kind enough. Of, I guess that's where I was going. It's positivity. It's slightly different. And I think what that's what you're saying. You're not being pessimistic and thinking people can't do this. Yeah. You just don't want to set the bar so high. Don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, I don't, you want just don't want to be disappointed. And that doesn't mean that they can't be as absolutely. high as you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, and I got... But I guess that's what I was saying at the beginning about the, the crags, the nuance, the bits between the extremes. Yeah. And this setting is difficult because I know from the, the one we've just done, <laughs> there's going to be an editing frenzy because we, <laughs> we went off on, on quite a few things yeah. that won't finally make the cut but it did make me think if i'm listening to other people's podcasts i think i'm less 
I'm trying to be less judgmental in my whole life, but I think sometimes listen to a podcast and go, oh, you haven't quite got that fact right. And it's shit. They're talking for an hour and a half <laughs> and a you're picking, you know, it isn't <laughs> yeah. the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. So I think you are right that we just missed it a little bit. Our examples maybe weren't perfect. Yeah, maybe. It's all about refining, isn't it? I've been trying to put my top on yeah. quietly. No, we can hear you're normally taking clang, it off because of your sweating problem. I'm putting it, oh, crikey, I'm putting it on now. Yeah. Put my hoodie on. Yeah. You're going gangster. look badass. Yeah. <laughs> There we are. See, we're real. You, you see, you wouldn't make a noise being deep fake today. You're not even here. It's great. I'm just literally sat on my own in a room with a deep fake program running on my computer. You're just pressing play it's now amazing. for me to say this. Yeah, I'm just about on my own. Yeah. Cool, eh? How can anyone prove or disprove that you're here? Yeah, no one, I guess. No. Or me, actually. <laughs> think about yeah. it. <laughs> I think we've maybe <laughs> taken deep fake beyond like creating videos. I don't think it creates people that. Oh, it creates audio. As, yeah, as, that's true. But you, you just... are looking at someone. Do you know what I mean? Am I? <laughs> Get on with it. <laughs> uh, affirmation. Mm-hmm. That kind of came up a lot in fifteen when Anelia was here, and, and subsequently, yeah. and kind of this is kind of alien to me. Just seeing you, you, your relationship with Amelia. Yeah. Okay. The way you can both take compliments. And we've talked about this before, how we take compliments, how we mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. Neither of you get awkward when someone goes, you look good. You know what I mean? Mm. And it, it's because, again, we're all different. And I'm, you know, I've always struggled to take one. But yeah. I really like the fact you go out of your way to compliment each other. Yeah. And you both are thankful and, and, and have gratitude yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, and it kind of, it's a nice kind of affirmation loop, I guess. Yeah. I think where I was going with it is that affirmation isn't important to everybody. Like most things, not everyone's comfortable with it. Some people go out of the way to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. don't they yeah and um, i think everyone's got different motivations and i think i just didn't want to kind of i just wanted to throw that in as a bit of a counter to not everything is about putting up and someone going you look amazing everyone going thanks yeah that's not everybody i guess that's where i was going with that there has been an element of parallel lives with myself and amelia not just because obviously i'm a father and she's my daughter do you know what i mean yeah yeah both of our loves of football both of our loves of sport yeah. then going into the same yeah. business and yeah. then having a big degree of body confidence. I'm not going to use the word told off, but I've been advised in the past that sometimes the fine line between arrogance and confidence, I've strayed the other way. And there is a little bit of the less is more. But I think, yeah, with her, it's very much, I think it isn't seen as just, oh, you look great. Yeah, you look great. It is about, I can see you've made progress. Mm-hmm. And I was training a client yesterday and we had quite a long discussion around verbalizing what you think. Mm-hmm. And so this client would say, I'm not happy with this or this could be better or and I'm thinking if you if you hear yourself say it it's going to cement it even more you can have those thoughts in your head that oh I've put on a couple of pounds I need to do something about it but mm. if you say to somebody else I'm not happy with this and then physically go look at this I'm not happy with this to escape from that is really really hard yeah. and so what I'm tending to do uh, and this isn't the only client with a number of clients when they highlight the negative is almost just to stand there and go what am i what what do you expect me to do with that and this is a quote from a friend that i have um, a friend of amelia's actually in denmark and she went and it is a very she said it in danish and it's like a sort of thing that a lot of people say and it was what what do i do with that information you've just told me something so i can do one of two things no you look fantastic Mm. the person's going yeah but my perception is i don't look fantastic or don't worry you'll lose a few pounds soon and it'll be all right it's almost like it's very hard when someone is going, I'm negative about this. So I think it's that whole approach. Mm-hmm. If the approach could be, I'm going to set myself a target to lose an inch off my waist. Let's go. Yeah. 
then you join in and you do a program and you say, yeah, yeah. and you'll look fantastic. And you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think someone just going, here's a negative thing about me. How do you, how do you move it along? Yeah. Yeah. And part of the affirmation could be, yeah, yeah. You've, you know, since you haven't trained with me, you know, for the last month, you've put on seven pounds. Yeah. yeah. And again, where do we go with that? So I think it's that bit. I am really trying mm. to encourage positive. Mm. I was very positive with you on Thursday because mm. you trained so well. And I didn't want anything about you going, I haven't trained this hard for a while or I'm struggling a bit on this. It was just constantly lift, lift, lift. Mm. And you did brilliantly. Thanks. But I don't normally necessarily just give you false positives. But I didn't want you coming and going, I'm feeling tired. Yeah, or I working. certainly don't feel that you blow smoke at my ass at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're making me laugh on Thursday, big time. Everything you're saying was just gold. And we kind of said at one point, can yeah. we just record all this? Because it was so to. funny. It was. It would have certainly uh, justified our explicit <laughs> tag, tag because it <laughs> we, could send, it. we could send a mic up, set a mic up and just see if we it could, works. Yeah, it might not work. But, it could just um, be a pop-up. I'm still feeling like really kind of lethargic. And, you know, I think it's going to cover this towards the end. But we've, you know, we've both had a couple of weeks off. Yeah. And kind of get back to it is always really difficult. Yeah. I was happy that I lifted what I lifted, but I beforehand I wouldn't have told you that I could have done that. Mm-hmm. So it was all a bit of a surprise. Yeah, my head and everything has just felt like it wasn't going to do anything like that. I didn't give you any space to think. Really, it was just no, lift this, lift yeah, this, and I kind lift of did this. it, and everything between just felt so. I just felt so exhausted, and mm-hmm. it was like I haven't got the the energy to pick my arms mm. up, let alone lift anything. Mm. So that's kind of where my but your body doesn't care went, about I, your mind. I keep saying this. Your body true. doesn't care. Your no, body, and I think that was the the living example of that yeah i felt that probably more than i ever have done yeah because i got back and like now when i got up a minute ago i was like oh god my ass my <laughs> back of my legs and i'm really feeling it yeah um because it's the two days one isn't yeah. it two days and i haven't felt like that for a while and yeah. that's a really a really really good thing to do good um do you have any apologies that no. wasn't loaded <laughs> do you just want to think about your actions for a minute because <laughs> <laughs> i think if you thought hard enough you might be very very sorry <laughs> i'm disappointed in you <laughs> yeah. Let not yourself cross, down. Not cross. You let me down. What's the um? Oh, what's the joke about the balloons? Yeah, the family of balloons. Family of balloons. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone could just put that together yeah, themselves. Okay. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. Very good. Uh, I only had a little apology that how ridiculous this is. I'm surprised I left it in. So I said that this podcast isn't scripted apart from the scripted bits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? But actually, that is actually quite true. Yeah. I just thought it was silly. I often wonder how these first 12 minutes happen. Yeah. Um, I just want to do this one as well because I got a couple of good reactions to this. And this cool. is this is my favorite. Shout out to all the plants growing through concrete. Yeah. As I love that. Yeah. And also, just going back to natural world, I was at the track this morning and the moss was growing on some of the outside lanes because obviously with COVID, there's been less running. And I thought, quite an interesting thing. So, so a do- track is just like a man-made... And yet moss had been able to to grow on it. Okay. I'm just looking at the moss as oh, I yeah. ran over it, killing it <laughs> <laughs> with my spikes. So work-life ballet, Micro? are we being played? Okay. Part two. So this is this is the interactive part of Well, I've got something to do. You have. Oh, this is the quiz. Yes. Mint. So I'm going to give you one minute. You need your phone. Have you got your phone? Mm-hmm. Okay. You <laughs> Look at you with your little exercise. Look, I'm going back to analog, as we discussed mm. in the last. Thing. I'm ready for the deep what? fake what? apocalypse. What there is the go. capital of Bolivia? Oh, is this the thing? Is this the, really the thing? No, no, no. I'm going to give you. I'm <laughs> going to give you something to do on your phone, but I was just trying to give you a so quiz it's question. It's not a pen and paper quiz. It's La Paz. 
So, <laughs> so no, it's not a pen and paper. Okay, quiz. what do I need to do? I want you, you know me in instructions. You've got one minute uh -huh. from the time I say go yep. to give me a, a good, clear definition yep. of what apple water is. What starting? No. Let's do it in real time. We're not going to edit this. We're we won't edit. edit. Okay. Ready? Go. Okay. So I'll just talk while you're looking. So apple water is a thing. And for, for basically anything in the world, you just put it into Google and you come up with what it is. So Damien's got a minute to give me a definition of what it actually is. Okay. Someone said your impersonation of marbles in the way to blanket was... Genius. Genius. But the fact they are so tiny, it doesn't actually make sense, does it? No. Do you want me to do it again while I'm looking? I can do two things at once. Do what, the marbles? Yeah. You've only got 25 seconds left. Christ, you're right. It's like, it's like doing a set, isn't it? It's going, go on, 25, keep going, keep going. Just give me recipes. I don't want recipes. I just want so to know what it's what it is. Me. Must be easy. What's apple water? Just give me the answer. Eight seconds left. Do, 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 I think, do you, know what do you know what I've just done? What? I've set you up for your point beautifully, haven't I? Why, because you couldn't find it? Yeah. I didn't know that you wouldn't find it. Well, I did because I tried it. Oh, I'm hot now. Okay. So, listeners, why did I ask Damien to look up apple water? I like the way you call me Damien, by the way. Yeah. Bearing in mind it's your name. You could call me Mark Stewart from now on if you want to make it. We'll formalise it. <laughs> Okay, so this is why we're being played. I have, I think, a disproportionate suspicion of supermarkets for two reasons. One is I think they take on virtue, virtue signaling at the moment to the nth degree and that they think that uh, the co-op had one, um, a hashtag on Twitter. It was released the same day as their latest price cuts mm -hmm. were done. Mm -hmm. So I can see why they did it. And it was together against hate. And I'm thinking, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, do you know what I mean? In terms of a hashtag, no argument. And it was about, um, I think, themselves nationwide and someone else about not accepting abuse to staff. And I guess with the whole COVID thing, 100% behind board. that. Mm -hmm. We're on board. Mm -hmm. I've worked in a betting shop where someone tried to kill me with a machete. And yeah. I would have said to him, hashtag together against <laughs> hate, had I had, the, had I had the internet been invented at that time. Yeah. The point I'm making is, and I'm sure it was done for the right reasons. I'm not knocking the reasons behind it, and staff are getting a lot. I've seen people getting, um, my sister was telling me a lot of students now are being very anti-security in like halls of residence yeah. who are asking to put masks on. They're getting spat at yeah. and attacked and wearing stab vests and things, oh, which bloody. is ridiculous. The point I'm trying to say is that, that quite often a lot of the supermarkets will present themselves as some sort of voice of the world or the community or we need to do this we need to do that but at the end of the day they're there to make money out of us and so yeah it's just the kind of corporate you know the csr the corporate yeah. sustainability responsibility but got a little bit mad social responsibility yeah 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 and i think it's good that they have it and it's good that they work with communities and stuff about the food banks and everything but at the end of the day yeah and this is why i bought a meal deal today is that there's quite a lot of stuff um, that I've seen on Twitter about, or on Instagram, or no, probably on TikTok, I think it was, about rate rate this meal deal. And someone has gone in and gone, how how can you have the egg and crust sandwich, which is worth 99p? Mm -hmm. You know, basically the component parts were less than the three quid. Yeah, yeah. Whereas 
other people are going, well, if you get this smoothie at £2.75 and you get this wrap, you've actually saved yourself four quid. Right. No, no, you haven't because that smoothie's only worth about eight pence. <laughs> but they've priced it at £2.75, so the meal deal gives perceived value. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is nothing is given away for free. So yeah. these people, there is a lot of people who go around going, I've got a fantastic meal deal. So I got it today and it said you've saved £1.75, but it was 85p for a small bag of crisps that bag of crisps isn't 85p it's been made to be 85p so that when we have these deals we yeah. go bloody hell i've done really well i've saved yep. money you haven't you can get a massive bag of crisps 150 gram bags of crisps are the equivalent of six in a multi-pack and they cost a pound yeah. this was 40 grams We're a quarter okay. so it's it's playing it so this is the bit i'm saying about supermarkets yeah. and food producers so i was looking for um Another section, which we're not going to do yet, but I'm going to do about um, medication. Uh -huh. um, I'm not going to do it for two reasons. One is we don't have time. And secondly, um, Martin Lewis, who you compared me to, actually did it this week. What, money-saving expert? Money-saving expert. So we will do this. Well, thanks for that. Telling all the listeners something we're not going to do. Yeah, because someone else has done that's, it better I than mean, us. You know, that's this episode wrapped up. Okay, so I'm going to show... <laughs> I'm Our work here is done. I'm going to show you a photograph of a front of a naked smoothie, which is called. What say <laughs> which, what's what's the name of it? Uh, it's called Tropical Zing. Okay, so Tropical Zing. I think. What What are you thinking? I'm thinking Lilt. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Sprite isn't vegetarian because that's a bit sufficient? I have heard that before. Okay, carry on. So this is called Tropical Zing. So what are you expecting from Tropical Zing Smoothie? I'm expecting uh, pineapples. I'm expecting... Oh, ma tick. Mango. No. Uh, uh, melon. No. Uh, You're in the right ballpark. I'll fill it in. I'll fill it in. Banana. No, I'll fill it in. Is there anything else? No. Tropical, I've gone through all the tropical things. Passion fruit, mm. kiwi, and lime. Mm. So I'm thinking, that does sound... Zingy. It sounds zingy, and it is vaguely tropical. And so I decided to have a little look and thought, am I going to ring? I didn't actually want a smoothie for myself, but I was just looking. Uh -huh. I turned, turned the bottle to one side. It said this bottle is made from 100% recycled plastic. Great news. It's also recyclable and it contains vitamin C. All good. All good. Hmm. And it has been pasteurized. Also good. Um, so I looked at the third side and it said this delicious smoothie with a citrus twist because they've put lime in a different color on the front. They put mm -hmm. it in green. We'll put a zing in your step every morning. The fruit inside. If you have it every morning, that is. Yes. Or they're you... trying to subliminally make you drink it every day. Yes. The fruit inside, on if you remember from the front, was listed as pineapple, passion fruit, kiwi, and lime. Yeah. When you look on the side, the fruit inside also contains apple and banana. And maybe apple and banana. They're not very tropical, are they? They're not very tropical. Mm, that brings it down. So maybe the front is giving us a tropical zing look. But the reality is that there's some more mundane elements, yeah. which is an English orchard in autumn right? that doesn't fit the tropical zone. So, so far, what we've got is something... I'm literally on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I mean, I cannot tell you. So I need a toilet. I'm that kind of excited. <laughs> so we've got this situation where people are buying tropical zing. They've seen what's in it. They like that. Yes. If they look on the side, it's, oh, I didn't quite mm. know the apple and banana. We'll, we'll, but we'll let them have that. It's four out of yeah. six are tropical. So we look on the side. And one of the things that not everybody in the world knows is that ingredients are listed in order of volume. Oh. They're not in alphabetical order or random. Has it always been a thing? It is now. I don't know if it always has been. Okay. And for some things, you don't have to put the percentage. So you're in the tropics. You're at a bar. Yeah. Okay. 
guy behind the bar has said tropical zing so he's put some ice you've got a cocktail stick you've got a, mm. a twisty straw yeah and you go barman can can you just tell me what's in this tropical zing and he'll go okay i'll, I'll give it to you exactly sir first ingredient apple juice 66 percent. he's very thorough this barman isn't he yeah yeah, well, you're not going to go to He's any He's been asked this before. Yeah. So you're looking to yourself and going, okay, in terms of me being in the tropics, 66% of apple juice isn't quite doing it for me. I I'm writing this down because I'd yeah. actually have my pen and pad with me in the tropics. Okay. So the next thing, they then don't put a percentage on, but it's the second biggest ingredient. Interesting. Banana puree. So the two things that weren't put on the front of this bottle, apples yeah. and banana. And the top two. So you'd suggest that's quite a high percentage, even yes. though it's not been listed. Yes. Okay, with you. The third one is apple water. I cannot find out what apple water is. I've Googled it. I've asked about four or five people to Google it, and you Googled it live on air. Live. No deep fake. And we don't know what apple water is. I'm guessing it's some combination of <laughs> apple and water. I don't know. I'm no scientist. Okay, 14%. Oh, okay. they're giving a percentage? Yeah. Okay, so banana puree is above... Is above 14 and below 66. <laughs> so, so far, your drink is 80% apple juice. Hold on. So far, my my my, my tropical drink is no way tropical. Well, yeah, so it's just dawned on you're me. You're jumping the gun. <laughs> you're jumping the gun. I haven't got to the punchline yet. So we've got, <laughs> to the, ruined your joke. we've got to the position now, after the first three ingredients, that this tropical zing is 80% apple, yeah. whatever apple water is. Yes. The banana puree has to be between 66 and 14 <laughs> percent so if we say at the very least it's 15 percent yes we have now got a drink that is 95 percent apple <laughs> juice with some banana puree not even juice shoved in it do you know what my zing is going your zing is zung <laughs> yeah zing is zing was that the spice girls zig is zig not zing yeah, okay. yeah we're with you so i know we're joking now, this is not this is not actually very funny. So they list it because this, this cocktail is probably going to cost me about eighteen quid. So so above the ingredients, they list it: pineapple, passion fruit, kiwi fruit, and lime fruit juice drink with natural flavors and vitamin C. No mention of apple. No it's mention of like banana. Five percent of those those tropical. It's only things. got five percent. So I can tell you the percentage: pineapple juice two percent, kiwi fruit juice one point five, lime juice one percent. Jesus. Passion fruit juice naught point three percent. No passion whatsoever. That's passionless. And then it has extracts of spirulina. I've yeah, heard. it's okay. Yeah. And in brackets, 0.1%. In the second bracket, apple. So even the spirulina... Okay, it's got trace apple in it. Trace apple. Spirulina water apple. So 95% apple juice, and it was three quid this, this for is a small a, This bottle. is a big name brand, right? Yeah. yeah, Naked's a big one. So there's Innocent, Tropicana have now gone into juices, and Naked. Is everyone going into apple water, like big time? That's where you're going to buy shares. So, so <laughs> yeah, the only reason I'm being flippant about this, it doesn't need it doesn't need a deep dive. It doesn't need investigation. People are going and buying a small bottle of apple juice with a bit of pureed banana in it at three quid, mm. and a litre of apple juice was sixty nine p. We're being played. It's three quid because people think they're buying something that they're not. How can you have on the front of it kiwi, passion fruit, pineapple and lime mm. when that's less than 4%? It's yeah. We're being mugged off. We're being mugged off. So I'd almost like to go to Sainsbury's and go, you've done all your... Well, not Sainsbury's, I'm picking on them, aren't they? Whoever it happened to be. And say, if you really care for your customers, 
why are you selling apple juice <laughs> for three quid? And it's because it makes a big profit. I was going to say, they're going to yeah. get a decent margin out of that. Yeah. But part they can of, afford to build that in. But part of me goes, well, if you're on about food poverty and you're going on about looking after your customers absolutely, and you're on absolutely. about, you know, everybody at the moment is on, you know, reduced wages yeah. and we've had the whole thing about Marcus Rashford and the food banks. Yeah. So why are you selling apple juice knowing you're calling it something else yeah. and expecting us to pay massive money for it? So that's why we're being played. Mm-hmm. It's not deep fake, but it's So can it's I play right. my usual play devil's tropical avocado here you go you go for it you're going to struggle on this one. i'm not giving in on this one no okay uh i immediately go you kind of i, I know exactly what you're saying I, I like the phrase how we've been played and we are but i kind of go back to the kind of the free will bit here the free will of being on social platforms that are mugging us off and buying products that are essentially mugging us off yeah from supermarkets that are mugging us off we don't have we don't have to shop there we can, if we have the time, this is all beautiful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If we weren't rushing around like idiots, just have a little look. Mm-hmm. Or listen, we could save you a fortune, couldn't we? Mm-hmm. In money and heartache. Yeah. <laughs> if you just listen to us. Yeah. And what, just go, oh, right, maybe I will just read the late, spend 15 seconds mm. reading the label mm. and going, hold on, there is, there is an alternative here. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm saying. So we have a choice of whether we want to be played or not. If you yeah. kind of go around with your, with your blinkers on. Yeah. And just accepting everything at face value, then do that. You will be played. Mm. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah. So yeah. we we all have the ability to be played, and I think we you know our neural pathways are wired in a way where we're easily played. I yeah. think if we can do anything, it's just kind of going just have, stop and have a little think. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I don't I, think it's a like blanket. We're all been we're all been mugged off, mate. And it isn't for Sainsbury to sell everything at cost price and say to the <laughs> shareholders no dividend. The whole capitalism society yeah. breaks down. I get that. I get. I just, it just feels to me it's it's too disingenuous. If someone, if John Sainsbury was here now, and I'd go, "This is ninety five percent apple juice." What you got to say for yourself? What do you got to say? And he'd go, "Well, we make a big profit from it." But I think you, you kind of talked a bit at the, at, the, at the top of this section about cynicism, skepticism of of supermarkets. Life. Is that a yeah. diplomatic kind of way of putting it? Yeah. But they they are so good at getting involved, being seen to get involved. Yeah jumping on the wokeness that you know that yeah. is around it and then when it suits them just pull back and go oh no we're just we're just it's just we're just selling things that people want mm. doing that kind of they can stand away and go no we're just yeah if there wasn't a, a demand for it we wouldn't sell merely it. a conduit to you know yeah. for people to get what they want it's like oh no don't because that's what they can do isn't it yeah because they're not it's not their products so they no. can go oh no it's what people yeah. want we're, we're just, just the middleman it's like don't want it don't so buy it it's kind of i can see why they you know they grind your gears i just think it just doesn't feel Good to me. No, really. Oh, you know, a little thing on the on the news of that because some of areas of this country at the moment are in various tiers of lockdown. Yeah. yeah. And I saw that some of the supermarkets in those like tier three mm. areas mm. have had all the non-essential aisles yeah. all taped up. Yeah. Is to take away their competitive advantage. I didn't realize yeah. this. It's, it's to say a, a minister said it's so people don't go and buy a barbecue, but it's also yeah. so that the local hardware shop goes, I've had to shut yeah. and they're selling a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something they'd volunteer to do or do they have to be, are they actually instructed not to? Because I think supermarkets happily sit there and sell everything they've got under their roof if they could. They were instructed not to. Yeah, would they would they morally take that decision? And go, no, we're, we're going to support the local high street, but I wouldn't be. No, I, they I wouldn't they, put it past them that just to sell everything they've got. I'm going to go back to your billionaires' boys' club. I'm going to take your stance on this. I think the the strange bit for me is the government going. You mustn't sell barbecues. Mm. So someone in tier three goes to get 
toilet rolls and whatever is considered essential. Because mm, mm. I think clothing now isn't considered essential. Yeah, yeah. So someone's going to go in and buy their toilet rolls and their milk and their bread and go, I really wanted a barbecue, but it's, I can't. Yeah. Because So I'll go on to Amazon and buy my barbecue. So the government going, oh, supermarkets mustn't make this profit. Yeah, but profit. Amazon still does it there. But Amazon just... still does it. So yeah. the local hardware shop misses out either way. And yeah. also with what Amazon are paying the treasury miss out. Yeah, is so, it the virtual signaling bit? Yeah, so you might, as well let, with it. you might as well let Sainsbury sell the barbecue and lose yeah. the money at least. And then they'll be employing more people in it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it does, it does seem a bit strange. Done. Drop and give me 20. Slow. You lead. Yeah? Okay. Um, we were chatting at training. Hmm. Uh, I can't actually remember how this came up. I think I mentioned the ah, client. Well, yes, you did mention who'd the used the phrase enjoy slow. Yeah, because she didn't like running around. She actually refused to do an exercise because it didn't fit with where she was in the way she wanted to move, which I thought Good. was great. Yeah. She just went, no, I'll do it any you, exercise. Hmm? Screw yes, you. Screw you. Thing. Highfalutin qualifications. <laughs> Highfalutin. Yeah. Word of the day. Um, good words. So she just didn't want to do something quick. And, and it reminded me of a, a client we had a few years ago who came to us and we did a website for them and they were getting into slow education. It feels like it was probably five years ahead of its time in some, in some respects. So there's a chap called Carl Honoré. He has a book uh, from 2004 called In Praise of Slow. And it first explored how the slow philosophy might be applied in every field of human endeavor and coined the phrase slow movement. The Financial Times said the book is to the slow movement what Das Kapital is to communism. Honoré describes the slow movement thus. It is a cultural revolution against the notion that faster is always better. The slow philosophy is not about doing everything at a snail's pace. It's about seeking to do everything at the right speed, savouring the hours and minutes rather than just counting them, doing everything as well as possible instead of as fast as possible. It's about quality over quantity in everything from work to food to parenting. So Professor Guttorm Floystad summarises the philosophy, stating, The only thing for certain is that everything changes. The rate of change increases. If you want to hang on, you better speed up. That is the message of today. It could, however, be useful to remind everyone that our basic needs never change. They need to be seen and appreciated. It is the need to belong. The need for nearness and care and for a little love. This is given only through slowness in human relations. In order to master changes, we have to recover slowness, reflection and togetherness. There we will find real renewal. Mm -hmm. We touched on all that in the last episode. Yeah, didn't we? connection thing, yeah. Um, As I said to you a while ago, a lot, lot of clients at the moment are looking to do a bit of a reset. And I think what's happening is that we've gone from doing a bit of reset to now you're going to start working. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you can't keep contemplating all your life. But a, a guy I listened to today was about, and it's something I'd like to bring up, so I'll just flag this because I'll forget otherwise. It was around um, donations to charity, financial donations. So I'm just bookmarking that there. And the point he was making was around maximizing your time at work. And he said, there's, there's two ways you can look at it. He said, you could try and get to the best possible job you can so that you can give more to charity. Yeah because you'll have more disposable income. Yeah, yeah. So if you go, I'm going to give 10% of my salary to charity, you don't have a guilt if you take a CEO job at <laughs> 4 million because you're going, well, half a million's yeah, going yeah, to, yeah. you know. Sure. And he said, well, the second thing is, is that you can gain expertise that you can then give to a charity so your time can make them 
raise funds better or market better that has an exponential growth in terms of income by your expertise opening up new avenues. But the quote he made in terms of that made me think of this on the slowness, he said, on average, we'll work for around 80,000 hours in our life. Why don't we take 100 hours out to plan what we're going to do in those 80,000? Yeah. And I thought, yeah, and we mm. don't do it until probably the end. It yeah. isn't at the start of our careers. We go, I'm going to sit down now and work out the best way. Yeah. And how often it is when we start things like a, a spreadsheet or, or New Year's intentions, do you know what I mean? You start with your new exercise book and then <laughs> yeah. by March the 3rd, it's just idle doodles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so that bit of planning, I think, is what you're saying. It's mm. looking at things. The planning time isn't wasted time. Yeah. You don't have to be rushing around to be. But is there any way other than your client talking about, I guess, the pace at which he was doing things? I guess, is that philosophy kind of come into what you're doing or did you find it? has and you haven't really realized it or you can now suddenly see the benefit was that client gone made you think about you know i guess training in a diff in a diff slightly different way i think i think the mindfulness has obviously had a big bearing if you're spending 15 minutes staring at a race and you ain't going to rush anything in life <laughs> um i i think it it is the less is more thing that there's there is a lot i think a lot of people are realizing this around you know, i think one of the worst mottos i ever heard was no pain no gain Hmm. This idea that if you're not sweating yeah. or you're not aching or you're not in pain, not really then you haven't it, worked yeah. out. And it isn't. You, hmm. you worked really, really hard on Thursday. You're feeling it now in your muscles. But the muscles, <laughs> you didn't sweat. No. <laughs> no. And it, it isn't that. Yeah, and some exercise as well. And if you're doing a group hmm. class with a load of cardio, of course you're going to sweat more in a hot hall. It isn't knocking that. What I'm saying yeah. is, is is that the measure of success is about what happened to your body, how you felt afterwards, how yeah. you reacted to it, what effect it had on you, not sort of ticking a box. And I sometimes think we fall into that. I'll be at a gym and looking at someone absolutely covered in sweat and think, God, I don't think I've worked as hard as him. Yeah, yeah. I might have worked more effectively. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right. I think in the training and also just going back to you on Thursday, I changed that program halfway through. Mm. I wouldn't normally do an hour of squats and deadlifts. <laughs> there's only two, yeah, there's yeah, two we things. We did two exercises. There, yeah. You were doing them so well, it felt right. Mm. So there was no need to change it. Yeah. You know, I could have mixed other stuff up. We were always going to do legs. I had other things yeah. that we were going to do, but it was just working. Yeah. Your form was excellent. You know, everything just became, mm. I don't know, almost like a controlled, it wasn't yeah. a rushed. And I think all the, all the ones that have probably been memorable from either an enjoyment perspective and or god i'm hurting now and yeah. so that's obviously done something have been those kind of ones where it hasn't been just an hour of you know blur yeah. and speed and running around you know well, the activity you know, isn't got, progressing yeah isn't it? i always say i was built for comfort not speed anyway yeah. so you know that's generally my mo but i think those are the ones that i've probably got the most out of then if, if you think if you just take this last week it's just kind of popped in my head and the and, and the best experiences you've probably had this week are probably ones where it's not been about how much you've done Mm -hmm. it's been about the quality of the thing you've done mm -hmm. in that time mm. don't get me wrong there's some things you just you know just have to get done quickly you know i i totally get that yeah. but i guess the kind of the enriching things the nourishing things that have happened mm -hmm. probably were the slower things yeah i like to think I, have, I haven't kind of gone through my week and gone but i think i'd be confident that there would be an element of that yeah and the, the mindfulness, I mean, you asked the other day about, am I going to give a little update? And I'm not belittling the raisin. It was, we went on to experience how it felt and how it smelled and then actually putting it in your mouth, but not, you know, gulping it down after two Like seconds, I did. Like you did with a handful, <laughs> yeah. And so you, you can't, I mean, 
life is too busy to be mindful about eating a raisin and taking 15 minutes to eat it and not being idealistic but <laughs> i think there is an element of quite often you know a meal is there to get through <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's less Rather than savor yeah you mean? And, and the fact that less and less people will eat at a table now or eat on yeah, their laps watching yeah. tv it's it, you're you're refueling rather than enjoying that so i think mindfulness is 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 key on this definitely mm. my arm hasn't been good yeah in training mm-hmm. i think it's because i sleep on my right hand side mm-hmm. and hang my arm out of the bed okay and sometimes i wake up with my arms above my head yeah don't think really helps Especially when you go to move them and you can't feel them because there's no blood mm. in them or whatever. There's, so I don't think I'd, and it's kind of been it's been developing probably over the last I don't know six months maybe more. Yeah, the two weeks we had off. Yeah, my arm started to hurt a lot, yeah. lot more. Yeah. The smallest, even just putting it out, doing it now, putting it out to the the, the side of me at mm. ninety degrees, and it was hurt. That was hurting. Let alone putting any you know doing any weights. But having got into the last two weeks of working on it, yeah, it's got so much better. Yeah, we mentioned a couple of episodes ago about talking to someone about pain yes what is pain listening to our bodies how pain affects us you know why it's good why it's not so good and mm-hmm. and how to manage it i guess and how you know whether actually if you've got an injury how much of that do you work through it yeah rather because you tend to you know obviously avoid it because it hurts but i've yeah. noticed that if i do things sensibly and you're aware of it obviously and give me things that that you know aren't going to break my arm mm. off that working through it actually does work but yeah. um and rehab and rest are two different things yeah so in the next episode, I've got someone lined up we can talk to who's an expert okay. in these kind of things. So is this one area where we're not experts? Are we bringing somebody else in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very specific... Uh, yeah, it would be specific. good to have some expertise. So in the next episode, we're going to be chatting to Brian McCullough, mm-hmm. who is uh, a BSC <laughs> <laughs> in, in physio and uh, also has um, a master's in sports medicine and is a certified IBFI level two bike fitter. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, he has a business called The Bike of the Body. Okay. So he knows all about pain and mm-hmm. posture and uh, rehab. And um, so he's been working in musculoskeletal medicine for about 13 years. Mm-hmm. What you got? <laughs> I've just got a few things. It's, it's a wee bit random. That's all right. It's the best place to put random. Um, I put that one about the plants going through concrete. And it is amazing when you look at a plant. It is. I couldn't grow through concrete. How do you know? Have you ever tried? No, <laughs> but I'm struggling to get out from my way to blanket. So concrete's <laughs> going to be a step too far. So. Um, How is your way to blanket? Did you get a heavier one? Have we had this? Did you come and what we've I got the same one. Oh, you did? That, that we'd originally okay, bought. Cool. Yeah yeah no it's fine although i didn't take it in the tent with me do you sleep in the garden yeah <laughs> oh you haven't talked to is this what you're going to talk about no i just remembered when when did you do that uh thursday and friday nights oh cool yeah i hadn't told you um no it just came I what just, kind of tent come on paint paint the picture a pop-up tent one okay like one man two man how many men did you have in there <laughs> two two would have been <laughs> two would have been snug i think you could possibly get two into it um, Thanks for the invite. <laughs> you're bloody. What? It didn't John Inman. Who am I thinking of? It's somebody else. What? Dick, two, Dick just, Emery. Just two, what? Two men just hanging out, right? <laughs> two bro. Um, yeah. So, no, pop up tent. One of the things, whenever I used to go to festivals, I, I'm not a finisher, as you know. So, I didn't like pinning the tents down. I just like, it would pop up and then I'd. 
we haven't got the patience to but, secure it. Yeah. I just put something I'm heavy a lot inside. About you. Something heavy inside, like Nothing, I don't know. I don't like it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you're gonna do a job, do it properly. Well I didn't. So I just got my pop- That's why you needed me there. This is a bit like the podcast, <laughs> you isn't wouldn't, it? it? It was a bit you know, rainy. I'm not gonna You go need out. someone just to get the infrastructure right. Yeah. For your yeah. own he- for your own health and safety. You could, you could have made it safe. Mm. Um so yeah, pop up tent in the garden. So Thursday night, I couldn't be asked to I I just put a, a blanket. I didn't even have like a mat or anything. Well, now that none of this surprises me. He's just not prepared at no, all. I can be honest. So I just got an old blanket. You didn't even get undressed, but you didn't have any nightwear. You just got in, didn't you? And just curled up in your the clothes you've been in all day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a quilt. I had um, I I didn't get this right. I bet you didn't even have any snacks. I didn't. I Did had you? water. I had water. See, if you go have... camping, you have snack. You have some sweets. You have some chocolate. Old midnight <laughs> snack. If I was there, you, you honestly. It would have been party time. <laughs> You'd have had such a good time. Um, so I, I could did, have showed you a good time. I had a I'd s- have bought crisps and chocolate <laughs> and put them in your mouth at the same time. If you don't edit this, we're finished. Um, all right, so I'll leave a gap. So I took a sleeping bag, but I used that as a pillow because I didn't have a pillow. Honestly, so um, I didn't use a sleeping bag. I did have a quilt. The tent wasn't good. It was. It didn't really keep anything out. Weather. Well, what was the, what was the weather? Was the weather good <laughs> or bad? <laughs> the weather was the first. Wet. Was it wet? The first night there was a massive shower, uh-huh. and the second night um, I was I was parked under an oak tree, and it was picking up all the wind. So I was getting pelted by acorns and hearing the rustling. Sounds but then that's connecting to nature, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So, yeah, I wouldn't. If you've got a bad arm, I wouldn't recommend it. But the point is, I didn't take my weighted blanket out. I okay. just, but it was okay. I did it. Why not? Great. Why not? Good for you. Uh, the, the other bit I had was um, a cartoon, which I think I sent to you. Yeah, um, I may have done. This one? <laughs> yeah, it's very good. So there's a man, a stick man walking in a door. We'll put that on the Insta. And, yeah, we'll put this on the Insta. It says, are you okay, bro? And then the rest of the, the picture is just like total scribblings with a... a a figure in the corner going yeah i'm good nothing a little nap can't fix mm. and i was going to put that out on my insta story with some words underneath which i think i did put these words somewhere i can't remember what the words i was going to put were if you ask someone are they okay and they don't answer keep asking mm. i think this goes a little bit about the slow one we have touched on this very early on didn't we did we about how we ask yeah. If, you, if you're not quite sure if someone's a little bit shaky, do you still, you know, do you still ask? Yeah. You know, do you think that'd be great for even though they might not look receptive? Yeah. Would they be if you, you know, do you need to break through that? But I, I quite like this. So if I, someone doesn't doesn't respond, do you just keep hammering the door until they open? Yeah. You know? I think maybe, uh, and it's different. It's horses for courses. But I, I sort of with with this uh, this cartoon was almost saying with all that mess and all that chaos around mm. someone mm. quite often the words won't get through the chaos yeah so you can ask the question mm. the lack of response isn't indolence or ignorance or running away it's sometimes there's too much there's too much interference mm. to be able to get an answer out and i guess my bit was just keep asking the question oh you said about the philippines was that because someone's listening in the philippines i yeah. don't think we finished that conversation no that was it okay hello philippines Aloha. I don't know. <laughs> is that right? I'm not sure that's right, is it? It's Hawaii, isn't it? Yeah. Just think of a tropical island. Zing. 
Um, oh dear, I don't know about you, I'm flagging. This is where I go, I'm flagging and you go, no, we're full of <laughs> zing and vigor. Yeah. And I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> um, Come on then, email. Bang. So Tim emailed us. And in our opening gambit, we mm-hmm. mentioned the word wealth. Mm-hmm. And apart from you talking about the billionaire's boy club, <laughs> that I'm apparently in, not. We don't really, come, we haven't really talked about it. Have I we? Think, I think we have a bit. We've, I don't think we've kind of... Okay, not uh, as a... And I'm not sure. I, I certainly haven't talked about, you know, personal wealth management with you. And I don't think you know... You know, I don't know anything about yours. You don't know anything about mine. No. I have a bank account. I'm sure you do. That's probably as far as we go. But Tim wrote us an email saying, suggestion uh, for topic of discussion relating to mental health could be personal finances. This is often a taboo topic that is not discussed with friends or even families and can be a massive cause of stress leading to all sorts of things with sometimes dire consequences. Yeah, and that's, I guess in these times with yes. reduced income for a lot of people. I think everybody in the world would benefit from open discussions with family and friends and the resulting compounding shared learning on topics relating to finance in their personal lives. Things of a financial nature can be discussed with friends and family without stating actual specifics of sums of money involved, but still it's often an off-limits topic entirely. I wish I had learnt a lot more earlier at school, maybe. I never got any advice from my older family members or friends and only started to learn when stumbling onto the books, such as The Richest Man in Babylon and Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I've heard about and mm-hmm. I've actually read. It's perhaps easier now with the internet, though still don't think kids are systematically taught this stuff at school. And Tim used to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, possible links to various conspiracies of top tiers of rich governments suppressing the masses. Uh, would be very interesting to hear your thoughts. Anyway, just a suggestion, as I expect, uh, you've got a couple of years' worth of content lined up already. Good work. Cheers, Tim. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Yeah, I think it is taboo. I mean, thinking on my feet, Mm. two things, one, because I've been listening to it, was this thing about charitable giving. Mm. And I don't want to set hairs running now, but a fascinating discussion around where your money goes, as in, do you give it to what you fancy or do you give it where it can make the, the most impact the most impact mm. and i think this was really interesting when then this guy has basically done a list going if you want to save the most number of lives this is where you get wow. which i think was fascinating yeah um so there is something around wealth there and the distribution of wealth yeah second thing i want to touch on and i'm going to be really careful because it's it's one of those subjects that you're laying yourself open to is some discussion around food banks and some thoughts i have on that in terms of um Well, we'll just leave it on that. (laughs) Um, And so the third thing, I think this would then lead in nicely to to what Tim was saying, is there is a lack of understanding that when things get hard, it's very easy to put your head under the pillow and and not face up to it. And there must be, it's something we're not hearing on the news. We're hearing about some small businesses uh, struggling and that, but we're not hearing those. Financial struggles then. Yeah. Yeah. But I, read, I read something briefly on the news last night and didn't go into it that uh, someone, I can't remember what industry they were in, but their weekly salary had been, had been reduced as an hours or whether they've just taken yeah. the scheme or whatever. I can't remember what it was. But it had been reduced so much that his, his rent was more than his income, just his rent alone, yeah. by about 50 quid. You think, well... But this is happening to millions in, and millions yeah, of no, people absolutely. and all we're yeah. hearing about and these is aren't, the virus. These, aren't, these are real, real life things. And, and I think he's, he's already kind of alluded to that in, in there and I kind of liken it to talking about politics. Yeah, we've talked about it here. We've got different attitudes towards yeah. kind of what you know, wealth generation and distribution. And distribution, absolutely. Mm. You can go off somewhere very quickly, can't yeah. you? Yeah. So I think it's quite closely linked to political persuasions. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, and it's very sensitive because it is so emotive because it is so bloody important. Yeah. And I think it? the thing, Tim thing, isn't it? That, that was a useful email. It was a bit around that education and the, us being able to provide you know, something to take away again. It isn't, yeah. it isn't a big discussion of, you know, yeah. is it right that there's millionaires not paying tax? It's, it's yeah. down to grassroots at the moment, mm. isn't it? People who are struggling to, mm. to eat or pay their rent or keep their business going. And it's. Yeah. And I think it's different to have an opinion on money. Yes, I think it's two different a, things. I than, think we've than, been than a bit. Opinion. And yeah. then it feels like, you know, you're into the expert territory then. I don't like the word expert, but I'm using it anyway. But I'm, you know, I'm no, I'm, I'm no financial wizard. Mm. And actually, I, I'd, I'd happily talk about my, maybe that's it, my kind of approach and my view of money. Yeah. You know, whatever you say it, it might be. But, <laughs> um, you know, just that, that kind of what you think the value of money is. And the interesting, the other interesting thing in there for me was that we didn't do it at school. No. It's a crime, isn't it? Not mm-hmm. to have been taught personal financial management at school i'm sure there is some but i i I would imagine it's more banks going in when you're 16 going this is how you can set up a bank account i don't know we didn't even have that i think they do nowadays if someone you know if you can turn rather maths looking at fractions and learning fractions and learning um you know pythagoras and all these other things that you know could certainly do apr and repayments and isn't you know so you're learning about life you're learning about maths Maybe we look at what actually is being done so that if we do do, you know, I think Tim's got some great points there. Maybe if we're going to do it, we find out what is available out there yeah. and what real world stuff is being taught. Yeah. So um, the thing is about the kind of even the compound interest thing that if you'd, yeah. if you'd gone back when you were 17 and yeah. put, if you had 10 grand, I think it is, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll need to look into this and you put that away. Yeah, the compound interest thing is like. And by the time you've retired, you'd be a multimillionaire just having had yeah. that money sat there. Yeah. Um, Isn't it work, like the, the, the grain of rice on the chessboard? Yeah. There's um, um. Oh, so if you double it each square, it's basically someone wanted it back in yeah. the good old days. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like a Chinese proverb. Or yeah, yeah. Isn't and it? someone asked, "Can I have one grain on the first and then two And then That's basically it. became the richest man in yeah. China, wherever. Yeah. yeah. We're not a Martin Lewis, are we? <laughs> <laughs> There's people out there who are giving you know proper, proper good advice. So maybe we can just talk around that and. I think it'd be good yeah. to look at. Yeah, be good. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far and thanks for listening. All links and references will be in our show notes. Please make sure you subscribe to us via your favourite podcasting app. And if you enjoy this pod, then please tell a friend, family member, or whoever you feel would benefit from having us in their ears. Give us a follow on Instagram, search for at I'm Finecast, and send us your feedback and questions via our email, which is imfinecast at gmail.com. In the next episode, shall we look at listening understanding and caring for your body we should good sorted then so we'll see you all in the next episode take care bye